welcome to the Fire Love Podcast. As always, it's your girl, Dot. And it's your boy, Nate. And we're here to keep Keep love love lit. lit. All right, y'all. So I know y'all heard our intro and it was a little bit shorter than it typically is. We're having some technical difficulties and we do not got the time. And we're going to talk about all about time and not having time in the rest of this podcast. So just bear with us and, you know, we'll give you a little bit more of the song on our next episode. But as always, Nate is here. He got some music for us. I want to hear what you are bringing to the podcast. He's on his A&R type-ish still. Yeah, yeah. Staying true to the game, to the golden ear. Okay. Staying, staying consistent, as always. Um, but, you know, I got my boy DYFL from Miami, Florida. Got an album out that's called We Made It. A song. The song from the album is called Thinking Lately. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Shout out to you, DYFL. Show that you got a drive that an Uber can't provide Like a hoster, I just need you by my side Before I met you, I died My demons killed me inside The electric resurrected me and brought me back alive I'm your Frankenstein Give you flowers when it ain't on Valentine's Cause you deserve it, definition of perfect and even though the word commitment make me nervous, show love is like a metal rod, impossible to curve it. I've been so blessed just to have you right near me. Pray for the right one and God say he hear me. I push away everyone that can near me. I've been through a lot, but right now I see clearly you wavy like the ocean. That's why I got you. You know, we're going to keep going. We could keep going, but you know what I mean? That boy's speaking them bars. You hear? You hear? You heard? You heard? I definitely want to shout out this artist, um, DYFL, who we just heard from. We actually used his single, Scared Money, featuring Jim Jones and my latest project, Hard, that's going to be uh, premiering in Brooklyn, New York in October at the Real Sisters Film Festival. So this is the artist that you introduced me to, babe, and yeah. somebody that you gave us just a list of tracks that you had, and the music supervisor actually selected his song. So I yeah. just wanted to like triple, double shout him out and say that this is a young guy who's up and coming but he really does make some great tracks so that one was a slow one that one was very lyrical the one that we used for our film was kind of like trap hard of course it had jim jones on it so he definitely has a variety of music so just check him out show him some love add some of his songs to some of your playlists and yeah yeah, we here. So if you are new to the podcast or you are true to the podcast, y'all already know we do Flames Flicker Smoke. But today, I don't want to bring y'all a couple and I don't want to bring y'all a topic. I saw a very cool and interesting TikTok with some facts and some percentages that I wanted to share with y'all. So they were just showing places or how people met that are married. So 5% of married couples met at a place of worship. Mm. that's the lowest like that's very small so when they be like you need to go to church to find your partner it's a lie it's Mm -hmm. a whole lie you ain't gonna find it you you ain't gonna find it all right so eight percent of married couples met at a bar or like out or like at the club so you already know eight percent is not high either you know if you going out to shake booty and to get lit you probably gonna find a number right you're yeah. going to find somebody that's cute, somebody that to, to entertain and waste their time. But you, it's not it's not a husband. 
not. It's not a husband. It's not can, a wife. You can, you can find. You can find someone at the at the bar. You definitely can find sure. someone, but it's usually not long lasting. The percentages ain't lying. It's only eight percent. Okay, so twelve percent <laughs> of married couples met online, and so that's general, right? I don't know if that's IG, Facebook, TikTok. I don't know if that's the the Tinder, the Bumble. Yeah, that's all the of Hello that. Cuba. It, it, that's all it's of all that. of it. So twelve yeah, percent. That's twelve percent. Um, so 17% of married, married couples met at school. Now I can see that. Yeah. Like college, you know, you spend a lot of time there. That's when you kind of start to transition into thinking about your future. Um, 18% of married couples met at work. So I thought this was interesting because people be like, oh, this is my work husband. This is my work wife. And now I'm kind of looking at them like, "Mm." You might want to be careful with that because that might really be your husband. That might really be your wife. That might really be somebody that you're interested in. Because, you know, you spend most of your time at work. You spend more time at work than you do at home. That's a fact. I mean, you're at home in the evenings and in the morning to get ready for work and on the weekends. So it's a lot of time at work. So I definitely understand how people meet at work. The number one way that people met their husband and wife. Can you can you guess, babe? I don't know. Get together. <laughs> Yeah, through mutual friends. That's how we met. Yeah, that's exactly how we met. We met through mutual friends. I always say mutual friends is the best way because, for one, you already know they're good people. Mm -hmm. Y'all probably got the same vibe. This person can vouch for you. You can kind of get the ins and out, the background on this person. I am so for mutual friends. But my whole thing is, have you ever tried to hook up, like, your friends and it just, like, didn't work? No, nah, never. You, you're not a hooker upper. No, nah, definitely not a hooker. <laughs> a hooker upper, whatever upper. it's called. I don't I'm even not, a matchmaker. A matchmaker. That. I'm not with that. No. I am always trying to be the matchmaker. Now my friends just don't be listening to me. They don't be. Li- I'm like dog. It's her. She. This is. This is who it is. They be like nah, nah, nah. Or I be like girl, you bet. But they don't listen. They don't want to listen to me. And then they be coming later, and I'll be like, you should have listened. Yeah, I mean, I had I had a couple couple of homies that messed up on a, situ- a situation that could have been um, uh, a wife or a husband. Um, it was somebody that, was that you put them on to. Nah, it's just like certain people, like you know, when when they when they introduce you to a, a someone new that they're talking to, you'd be like, Nah, I really like this person. And oh, you, you're you saying like in. you give them the yeah, advice. Right. Like, I'm like, Yo, nah, this that. this one might be it, bro. No, they this never one listen. might be, but they, you're right, they never listen. They don't be listening. They don't be listening. All right, y'all. So Nate and I have still been in the thick of our maternity and our paternity leave. Y'all know we have our little mama Nayel. This is um our first time recording with her, not on the podcast okay she is getting bigger and she is growing up she is napping in her bassinet and we've got the monitor on so we are full-on parenting and full-on transparent that we have her speaker up loud so if she y'all hear her cry we're just gonna pause the podcast (laughs) tend to her and then we'll be back because that's where we are and y'all are on this journey with us so that's how we go but we still record and so bow so we've had a lot of visitors. We've had people who have been coming through. Yeah. They've been showing us mad love, y'all. I think every week we've had a visitor. Um, and, you know, when you have a kid, people be like, let me know when you have visitors. Let me know when I can come through. And it kind of is just like the thing that you say as a courtesy to let people know I'm here for you. Yeah. But no. People have been like double backing, like, bruh, so can we come through or not? And I'm like, oh, 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 
y'all was for real? Okay, yes. So we've had family, friends come through, bring us food, show us love, hold the baby so I can take a shower. Um, And for us right now, that's really what we've been looking forward to. Our walks and like our visitors. Our visitors come through, we play games, we eat food, we talk, we laugh. And for Nate and I, it's kind of like, whoo, it's like a breath of fresh air to get, you know, interaction with other people. And so my girl Amber came down from San Diego. She drove all the way down, her and her guy, and we played uh, Carisha Please. No, it's... um, Risha, Risha Roulette, y'all. It comes with four shot glasses and a stack of the most outlandish questions and dares on these cards. The game is absolutely wild and insane. But it brought up a very interesting topic. It brings up so many interesting topics. A lot of them X-rated, by the way. A lot of them X-rated. Recommend to play this with a group of single people. Yeah, facts. But there was a question like, do you like hood dudes do you like hood girls and so we wanted to kind of talk about like what's the difference between a hood person and a ghetto person or is there not a difference babe i don't want to say because i feel like there's a difference i feel like hood is like you have street mentality you might be a hustler you might come from you're a little rough around the edges ghetto is like you don't got no home training you ratchet, just loud for no mm-hmm. reason, mm-hmm. ignorant. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a difference? Hood, a hood girl, and a ghetto girl. There's ghetto no, girls. There's, there's no difference. <laughs> okay, I, explain. I, I don't think so. I think when you think of hood, you think of ghetto, right? When you think of the hood, you think of the ghetto. When you think of I the mean, ghetto, you think of the hood. Like, it's like so... But you it's can like, okay, you can it's like come. The, it's similarity. It's like there's a generic brand, <laughs> and then there's the authentic. No, brand, you, you know can I mean? come from the same I, place, and you but you can move differently. So I would say uh, they could both come from the hood. A ghetto girl could come from the hood. A hood girl obviously comes from the hood, or a hood dude. However, it's their it's their behavior. Like oh, I asked, because okay. remember when Augustino came, I was like, to me, Nipsey Hussle is a hood dude yeah. i wouldn't say he was ghetto yeah, yeah and then yeah, augustino yeah. was like nah he's ghetto i'm like he's yeah. not ghetto he's from the hood okay but he's not ghetto i don't know because i don't seen some nipsey hustle clips man <laughs> oh y'all said he was <laughs> slapping <don't>, people <laughs> y'all i don't said, see yeah i don't see i don't y'all see both, some nipsey. y'all literally both was like i, see, I don't know I don't he's see, ghetto because he was slapping like hey, pimp slapping people pimp slapping i've seen some nipsey hustle video respectfully man like i think it's it's kind of like the same thing you know like you have to you can't be from the hood and not mix don't have no ghetto things in, in you bro you gotta have some ghettoness in you. You have to. I don't know. I'm gonna ask y'all on IG. Is you there a difference to. between being ghetto and being hood? And then my follow up question for you, babe, yeah. is: Do you like hood girls? I'm from Miami, so um, I, I tend to like. Y'all gotta date, see how I'm looking at him. I, I tend to like men of past to date like hood slash smart girls. I would say. You have, I mean, there's a such thing of like a hood girl that's smart, but like she knows. And so you said you're from Miami, of, as if yeah. like that's all that's there. Like no, why? That's not, they're, they're, I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be rude and trying to say Miami girls are all hood. No, there's okay. there's good 
girls in Miami. But so why do you, why were you dating city girls? I would say. I would say city girls. City I, 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 yeah, girls. Because a now lot of that's the term they use. City girls. Right. <laughs> so you Instead was out here dating. Girls. So so do you like hood girls? I, I would say yes. In the past, I did love hood girls. But is a hood girl a city girl? I would say so. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I de- you see what they be doing? Did I'm you getting see, deep. But like, <laughs> did you even see the little clip of Summer Walker? And um, Saucy Santana and them girls dancing in the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is hood. That's hood. That is definition of hood. So that's what you was dating. I I like that. (laughs) I had liked that in the past. You used to like that. I did. I did. did. You still like that? Nah. You still like that a little bit. Don't lie. I really don't. I really don't. Now now you've moved on. It's a no-no for me. Now it's a no-no for me. All right. But anyways, we had the amazing opportunity to work with Black Love. If you guys know, they had a series where they would interview couples, and it has always been super inspirational, something we have always wanted to be a part of. And we got to work with them on their series for TikTok, and it is called The Rest is History. It was supposed to come out August 1st, and I've been watching their TikTok to see if it is out, and it is not out yet. And we have to talk about this because we have done so many projects, y'all. Nate and I have done so many projects as a couple, and they very rarely come out. I don't know what this is about, okay? We worked with Black Love before on a show called Cooking with Love where they had a chef. We talked about our love story while they taught us how to make a, a dinner, like, uh, on, like a, a dinner meal. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. Never came out. Yeah. We worked with Shan Bodie or Shan Booty on her show that she had about yeah. sexology. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, me being a little jealous sometimes and how to handle that. That never came out. The list goes on. And these are very prominent shows that are super popular. And I'm like, by the time it gets to us, it either fizzles out or never makes it. So, And that's just part of being in Hollywood. And that's just mm-hmm. how it goes. So when things finally do air and finally do come out, I'm just like, oh, praise the Lord. I promise you, babe, we've been to like how many shoots? Mm, no, it's about like six We've six. been to like six, like six, six or seven shoots, and yeah. we've only seen maybe like one or two. Yeah, of the things that we've done. The, the and Old Spice one was was funny though. The one. Old Spice commercial we mm-hmm. did get a chance to do, and that one did air, and yeah. that was funny. So that, that was, funny. was when yeah. we I had to had, fun doing had that. to figure out what. <laughs> so they had yeah, different couples, like, and we had to figure funny. out that was which you person good, you did smelled job, like babe. our partner. And so yeah, we talked about that one previously, and so we didn't. We did get an opportunity opportunity to work on um the recipe for change mm-hmm. which is an emmy nominated show it's mm-hmm. on make spring hills production which is king james uh, i said king james lebron james but you know they LeBron. call him king james aka um this, lebron this james production company so this is starring kevon stage joey badass um and so it was about black men and their mental health and i just loved that it aired and we got to see it and yeah that was a good time so <laughs> i say all that to say keep your eye out on the tiktok for black love okay Facts. they said it come out august 1st and today is august 6th okay so I'm going to give them till next week. But I, my fingers are crossed that we do get to see that because that was a fun time for us to get out the house for a hot little second. Yeah, it was. A hot second. Oof. Man, that was like the first time <laughs> I left the house 
since I had the baby. And Nate and I rode together. I got to sit in the front seat. I know that sounds like nothing, but since we've had the baby, I sit in the back seat next to the car seat because Niel hates the car seat. So whenever we drive, I have to sit back there and I've got to tend to her. So the car ride is not as stressful. Now, mind you, this is a thing that most babies hate, the car seat and the stroller. But it is one of the things that you kind of overlook until you realize, no, you have to go places with this baby screaming and hollering in the back seat. So when we got to go to Black Love, Amber came and watched the baby for us. And I got to sit in the front seat with you. Mm -hmm. And I got to have a moment to breathe and feel normal. And it felt weird. I know. Your anxiety was through the roof. It felt weird. How did it feel for you to like ride (laughs) side by side for the first time since we drove to the hospital? I mean, it was like whatever. I felt like an Uber driver ever since Nayel got here. Shut up. Real. Not an Uber driver. Straight, straight up, man. You in the back seat. I said, hey, you got your mask on? <laughs> Put your mask on. <laughs> <laughs> you got your but, mask on? But no, for real. No, no. Our jokes aside, I mean, it, it felt normal. I, I really didn't see no difference. Okay. Like, I think that's really. good. I think that's great for you to share. <laughs> yeah. Because in this episode, I want to talk about postpartum, which is mm-hmm. this time period after having the baby. And as you see, like for me, something as small as riding in the front seat with you was like, oh my God, I've missed this. And for you, you were like, I mean, it was nothing for me. I mean, I've been driving in the passenger, uh, in the driver's seat. I'm still driving in the driver's seat. And so in postpartum, there is a lot of that, unfortunately, where like some of your life continues to be your life. And like most of my life has completely shifted. I don't even sit in the front seat anymore. Yeah. I I don't even have an opportunity to eat first. I feed first and then I see if I can eat first. So I just want to talk about, you know, what postpartum has looked like for us. So we have officially made it to six weeks. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. So that marks as the end of the fourth trimester, I believe so, Mm. which has been the hardest trimester in this entire process because Mm -hmm. that's when we bring the baby home that's when we get to learn her that's when we transition Mm -hmm. and we ain't had no sleep yeah Um, i think we won't be having any sleep you think this is forever so uh yes (laughs) no until until she until she gets to an age where she understands everything and knows what she actually doing and she she could be independent oh she's sleeping now then yes, but right now, I don't know, girl. I do not know. I don't think we will be getting a nice eight-hour nap. I, I think we will definitely be getting eight hours of sleep. I think that... Not um, the first year, for Oh, sure. definitely the first year. I think yeah. we... I mean, how many how many hours of sleep did you get last night, baby? Barely. No, this today. How many hours of sleep? Today? Well, yeah. because, because you're watching her. Cause That's what I'm saying. We have a routine. Uh, we could talk about that later on. But, we could talk about you know, it now. But yeah. I'm saying you slept. You got eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So. But it it be it, it is those days when you don't know if she's gonna allow you to have the time to eat, take a shower, go outside, because like 
she could turn up on you for no reason. Like, yeah. So basically, you know, our <laughs> you day know. is now run by this little person. Yeah, it's not exactly. really run by us. Yeah. So regardless of what we have planned, it's about how, what kind of day is she having today? Facts. And so in this postpartum period, in the beginning, that's very difficult to kind of navigate because, you know, you wake up and it's like, babe, what you got going on? What, what I got going on? Okay. So yeah. tomorrow we're going to do this. Da, 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 da. But now you're adding this third person in. It's like, yeah, you know, we said we was going to go on that walk, but yeah. Nayel had a really bad night of gas last night, so she's really tired today, so, like, going outside may not be the best. Yeah. And I think what we've learned now as we're transitioning out of that fourth trimester is that instead of having, like, a daily, like, this is what we're going to do today, I think we've been, like, this is what we can do this week, and whatever day it works, yeah, we'll do it on that day. And kind of going with that lead like okay yesterday she had a good day yesterday all right cool i think today would be a good day for us to go on a date yeah. out in noho west yeah. and hang out and chill and do that that wasn't really planned but it's it was like planned. it was like taking advantage of mm-hmm. the opportunity to find a moment for you and i so mm-hmm. like that so i think with couples it's really important because it's so easy 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 to fall into just like sit in the house, eat, drink, woe is me, get shut off, just focusing on what's going on in the house. Because even you said, you were like, you can see how people can get stuck in this. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a normal thing, right? You, you're so used to taking care of yourself for a long period of time. You're in a relationship with no kid. For a long period of time, and then now that you have a your firstborn child, you have to feed this baby. You have to give this baby attention. You have to give her all the energy. And when she's crying, you have to figure out what it what it is the what's the problem. What would be a solution? What how can we fix this issue with this baby? And not only that, it's just it's not about you anymore. Like. When you wake up, how I used to wake up in the morning is like how normal people used to wake up. They wake up, brush their teeth, take a shower, go take a walk outside, or go do a run or exercise. Now, it's not even like that. I wake up, I sometimes I don't brush my teeth. I go straight to my wife. I look at her. I'm like, you all right? You good? Um, how's Naya doing? She's crying. All right, damn. Literally, I, I went two days without brushing my teeth, dog. And that's nasty. And it's nasty. I understand how nasty that can be, babe. But you have to understand when you're when it's like (laughs) when you're so used to my routine is all messed up. So now I have to find a new routine, a new formula, a new step that works for me with Niel and you. So it's like we have to figure out what our new balance is going to be or what our new steps is going to be or our routine is gonna. It's our our original routine is fucked up. And be real, <laughs> it's all like the, the old routine, Nate. The old that way of doing things, waking up in the morning, that is completely out the window. So we have to create a whole new routine with Nayel. Mm-hmm. So I can understand how people could get caught up in that world of just taking care of the baby, but the baby and forget about taking care of themselves because that can really happen to you, dog. Actually, I know people. That had a baby and they never got back to the original they never, And But this ways. is the thing. Now that we're in it, I totally understand it. And I say, like, you have to fight for it. And yeah. I literally 
mean fight for it because even as a new mom, I am obsessed with my baby and I can just stay in baby world for the rest of my life and be very happy. And to any mom who has done that or who is doing that, I don't condemn you at all. I I mean, these babies are glorious Mm -hmm. and they are all consuming and it's hard work. Mm -hmm. If you are a mom and you're just momming it, that alone is a hard job and I get it. Mm -hmm. However, we have been adamant about speaking out loud and on this podcast, even so y'all can hold us accountable that we wanted to be active parents, parents who were not just parents, but parents who were still dream chasing parents, parents who were still going on date nights and parents who were still traveling. And so what that means now is that we have to fight for that because that is hard. Being a parent is hard. So now you're adding something hard on top of what's hard. And so as we started to come up on six weeks, I was like, I was like taking like a breath and yours might be six weeks. Yours might be 12 weeks. Yours might be 18 mm-hmm. weeks, like whatever it is, when you start to feel like, okay, it's time to come on up for a little bit of air, meaning just like, all right, let me check in with myself. And I think for the first time I was like, oh, I need to take these braids out. Like, I would never walk out with my braids looking like that. My braids was looking nuts, y'all. The new growth was like four to five inches thick. I was looking crazy, as I should have. I wasn't thinking about myself. But I was like, okay, it's time to take these braids out. Something as small as that. My homegirl came through, took the braids out. Now, listen, it took a couple days to do the wash, the blow dry, the braid. But now we've got a new hairstyle. And something just as small as that. Six weeks postpartum, having a new hairstyle, I'm getting into the groove of, like, I have a baby to take care of, but I also have to take care of me. Yeah. And I have to take care of me. Baby has to have a happy mom to have a happy life. Yeah. And happy mom, happy husband, happy family, happy home. Those are all things that are important. Yeah. So just making sure that whenever you start to feel like now is the time that you go with that and that you fight for it. And that even if it takes you three or four days to redo your hair, that you still get it done, that you still knock it out the park. So how are you starting to find your little balance? Man, I'm just I'm just still trying to figure it out. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Um, All right. That's fair. Still trying to figure it out. Like, okay. Because, you know, I have the night shift, right, babe? You got the night shift. If the night shift is not successful, guess what happens, babe? What happens? You wake up. And it's a mess. To a hungry or not hungry, because I always make sure my baby eat. So you wake up to a fussy baby, uh, Mm -hmm. a a baby that have an attitude, a baby that's like, yo, I'm tired. Um, I I, I can't fall asleep. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to start your morning very frustrated. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to yeah. be like, ah, man, I don't know. I'm going to be frustrated because she's going to be, yeah, yeah. All through you trying through to my, sleep. I'm trying to sleep. So at the end of the day, I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay. Still honestly trying to figure it out. And that's because, fine. And I love that you said, like, you haven't found your balance. No, yet. I haven't. I'm going to be real. Because the last episode, I was like, I don't have a balance at all. I'm all about baby. I'm, yeah. And that's what I had intended for. I was like, there, there's no balance. I'm My complete whole focus is Nayel. Mm-hmm. And now this is maybe two episodes later. I'm like, okay, 
I am starting to incorporate balance. Not I've yeah. not I've found it, but I've started to incorporate it. I've gone to see Barbie with a girlfriend. I've got the braids um, taken out and redone. Had a little date night with you. So I'm starting to at least consider it. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a learning process. We're still learning. Um, it's where we're six weeks in with Niall, and she's like, wide awake as I watch her on the monitor. She, she probably ain't. She's probably got cut up any any minute now. But um, no, we can we're, pause this we're, before we're, she cuts we're, up. We're just, we're just um, taking it one day at a time. And we're back. <laughs> um, yes, Nayel actually did wake up, and we just went to go and grab her. She had to nurse, and I was able to put her back down, and she went in her bassinet gracefully, which is usually a process. Yeah. I usually, I was actually very confident. I was like, okay, she's going to just lay on me and be on the podcast. But y'all, my baby is growing up already. She just, she went down. She went down and she's in her bassinet. So, um, I, we have to hop back in. So (laughs) we were talking about, it's not about you anymore and how things have changed. Um, you did mention it and we didn't get to it that we have somewhat found a rhythm in what is working for us so far in terms of teamwork when it comes to raising a baby. So Nate has been taking the night shift, so we call it, and I take the day shift. Now, that's not something that we that was predetermined when we were planning or pregnant or even when she got here. It's kind of just how things were falling. It was kind of like, I know that Nate needs sleep, okay? Mm-hmm. We know that new parent life is no sleep, but I know my husband and I'm like, nah, dog, in order for him to be a pleasant person, he needs his rest. And I need him to be a pleasant person so that we can parent, so that we can co-parent together because it's not going to work if he's cranky. I do fairly well with no sleep. So I'm like, okay, it's cool. So I'm like, how can Nate, you know, get some rest, but also help me? And I'm like, oh, I can have Niall during the day because I am a day person. I'm not a morning person, but I'm a day person. I like to be up, move around, see the sun. All right, cool. So, and typically Nate wakes up at about like two or three. So we do have like a, I would say like a a layover where we're both up together and it's kind of like you do what you need to do. I do what I need to do. But I think that it's crucial for any of the parents in postpartum to kind of figure out what that partnership looks like in terms of like, and having it be, set in a standard it it may not be that like one parent takes day one parent takes night or maybe it's like y'all do every wake up like okay baby woke up this time you'll go baby woke up that time now it's my go baby woke up your time but there should be something that you guys are doing consistently that you commit to so that both of y'all can like be functioning every day at your best because it is exhausting and it's hard work and it can be extremely frustrating and the last thing you want is for y'all to just like not be on the same page with how y'all day is going to go in terms of both participating and caring for the baby because as a woman there can be a lot of resentment towards your partner or your husband just because baby is so dependent on you initially right like for one your mom and they were just inside of you so they truly think that they're still a part of you so they want to be on you they want you to hold them they just they want mom 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 now if you're nursing that just adds another layer of a thing that you have to do that dad can't do so I love that Nate has just found little loopholes and areas and where he can help me like my mom left but he's been like upping it with the cooking and I just want to say Nate you've been cooking 
Yeah. You've been cooking, cooking. Uh, you know, Where was this energy before the baby? No, nah, don't be talking about, you know, I'm Caribbean. Like you, you didn't know, know how you to know, cook. Shout nah, out to nah. my mom. I'm no. back home. Okay. No, we're not going to do that. Mom. I have walked you through every <laughs> meal. That was uh, cute though. I have, wa- no, shout out to me who has been yeah, walking you, you, you through you, every meal. Yes, you have. But, but I'm, I'm going to be real honest. And I always tell you this, babe, you're dealing with a busy Nate. I really don't have the time. And when I do, I'm either like trying to get some rest or trying to give you that two hour of me time. But this period feels like the pandemic. It feels like I have plenty of time. I have a lot of energy to cook. I have a lot of energy to help you clean the dishes. Like... I have the energy to do a lot of things. We've been blessed, though, because yeah. you're on paternity leave mm-hmm. and I'm on maternity leave. Yeah. So we yeah. have this three-month period of us just being able to support one another. Exactly. Um, I would say if you have the opportunity to do that, do that. It has made for a very smooth transition for us into parenthood. It hasn't been so stressful. And yeah. I know that this is a time where it can be very daunting on relationships because the woman is taking on so many responsibilities and the man is typically at work and then he's coming home tired and the wife is like no you need to alleviate me of some of these responsibilities so we haven't had to deal with that so I know everyone is not as fortunate to have both partners be able to take time off and if that is your situation that is a common thing so there is way there are ways to find around that to still make it work but if you have a choice or if you are thinking of it or considering it I would say as a man Try to take some time off, even if it's not three months. How did you even come to the conclusion, babe, that like, yeah, I'm going to take paternity leave? Like, how did that even like come in your mind? Or like, how did you commit to it? Um, Just looking at looking at the California laws and um, seeing how, how many days I can take off. Mm-hmm. And then also making sure that while I'm on my paternity leave, I'm actually getting paid. Because yeah. we have all these benefits and in California, like the, for for fathers, up uh, first um, first first fathers, right? So you have all these benefits where you could uh, California will pay you up to like eight weeks. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, uh, six sixty percent. So you did your research. Yeah, sixty percent. They'll it. pay. They'll pay sixty percent of what you originally get paid. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. Like I'm not gonna lie to you when you when you having. When you're planning to have a kid, you I was thinking way in advance, right? And I think you knew that. You was like, "Hey, babe, what are you what are you thinking about?" I said, "Oh no, I'm thinking about." And the whole time, you're not you're not thinking about that, but I'm thinking about, yeah. "Hey, no, when we're when you're when Naya gets here, I'm gonna you're gonna need me." No, for sure. And finance needs to be on point, and I'm gonna need to step it up. I'm gonna need to cook. I'm gonna need to take out the trash every day. And I'm gonna be honest, like I love it. Like I wish I could, I could, <laughs> I wish I could do this oh. every day. No, it every has been day. It and has now been I'm, great. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm a little bit spoiled now. Yeah. Like, and I think it's amazing too that you get to be home with me as I'm learning Nayo also because then it just makes your bond stronger because I do think of those who aren't as fortunate who have to go off to work right, mm-hmm. and so they come home and it's like. 
you know, like every day I'm like, hey, babe, she's doing this thing now. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to do this. You got to do that. Mm -hmm. Imagine you're at work every day and the baby, you know, they change literally daily. Like I just told y'all, like Nayel just went down in her bassinet with no fight. This is the Mm -hmm. first time since Mm -hmm. we brought her home from the hospital. I mean, her first week she was fine. But after she figured out there was a bassinet versus arms, she was all about the arms. So like even today, like they change daily. So if a man is at work and he's coming home and he's supposed to help the wife, sometimes that could be frustrating because the wife is like no she's 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 this is what she means when she's crying like that and you're yeah. like no but i thought it was no yeah. she changed today today she doesn't yeah. like the yeah. that pat she wants a double pat on the back yeah. so yeah it's just good that we have the time to like learn together oh man it's it's a fun thing it's a fun experience it's funny it's fun seeing her go from not talking at all from like I know talking she now was, she was she had nothing to say <laughs> and now you like we'll turn on the light she'll wake up from her nap and she's like I need you, girl, I got. and I'm like yeah. wait what Speaking like when did language. you start doing this so yeah. I think it has it makes the postpartum um aspect just more enjoyable when both people are able to take off from work and that's just because of the less stress yeah. and yeah. more of a commitment to each other to see where we really can support one another and, and how we can help one another and if one of the partners is not able to take off I would definitely say somebody like needs to needs to pull up a, a friend an auntie and as moms we swear we can do it all and, and most of us can. can yes you can <laughs> but <me>. it is <laughs> not <laughs> It is, I do not recommend ghetto, zero stars, don't do it, I promise you. And I am Mrs. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T, okay? I am Mrs. Independent. And I am telling you right now, it's a no. Because why? When there are people who would more than willingly come help hold the baby, let you take a shower, hold the baby, let you take a nap, hold the baby, let you clean your house so you can feel and think think clearly if you're like me you can't think clearly if your space is cluttered so just making sure that you have somebody that you can call on to come over and kind of give you that support so yeah i'm glad i'm glad that you had um visitors babe because oh yes because um i know you really need to see people you need to see humans you 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 need that type of um energy to be around because it uplifts your spirit it, it makes you not get depressed. Yeah, I'm a very um, social person. Yeah. I feed off of other people. Um, I do like to be by myself and be alone. But when you do have your kid, there is a... you For one, you don't want to be out because there's nothing more important than your baby. You're like, go there for what? Like, I have a kid. And then also, you don't want a lot of people at your place because, like, you have a baby. There's, like, germs. There's, like, mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm. So you're in this weird space of, like... It's just you in baby world and you, but you are craving adult interaction. So these little visits that people are coming to do, like they are exactly what I need. They're my little coffee dates. That's what I say. They're my little coffee dates where people come over. I get my little fix for the day, which is human interaction. Mm -hmm. We have a good time. We laugh. We kiki. I remember that I, there's a world outside of being a mom and then I go back. So I definitely encourage you all to, if you've just had a baby to have yeah. people, you know, come visit here and there, spread it out. Not too many germs. Sanitize before you hold the baby's hand. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing that I really know who I'm dealing with. Um, um, take, making sure you take your walks, take you out. It, it could be like, yeah, babe, let's go to the groceries. Or the other day I was like, babe, just here, take my, 
car, just go grocery shopping. I'll stay in the house. Just, just. And go honestly, out. going through those aisles, <laughs> I felt like, oh. And he knew that I needed that. I didn't know that I needed that. Yeah, I took my yeah. AirPods and I just, I, I have never done this, y'all. This is how you know I needed time. I went to the grocery store and I just started at aisle one. I went through every single <laughs> aisle. I just went up and down the aisle, like, what do we need? And mind you, we have been home this entire time, so we have the houses stocked with groceries, snacks. We've got so much food here that I'm like, wow, we've never been this prepared. Like, if there was a pandemic, we're good. So, yeah, I went through every aisle with my music on and just, like, had a moment to just, like, do do my thing. Yep. Yep. Do my thing and have a little break. It's important to have your little break. Oh, I've been trying to tell you that for (laughs) a long time, my love. We've been having our breaks. That first two weeks, boy, you did not believe in breaks. Oh, yes. I had a hard transition. Um, I didn't want to take a break. Ooh, and it, I mean, I knew I was going to get out of it. I just had to get mm. comfortable with my child. OK, so I didn't want to take a break. Didn't want to put her down. Didn't I want every time she cried and Nate had her, I'd pop up out of my sleep and go get her. I wasn't sleeping. He has the night shift. But really, I had that shift because he was he had her but I would hear her cry and I'd pop up and come and like mm-hmm. oh she needs me mind you he I've already pumped bottles but I'm like oh she needs he she needs me he needs me so that's just the new mom and me just yeah, needing I mean, a moment until I, I got tell. so exhausted and I was like yeah I cannot do this now you're like yeah I'm going to sleep yeah no I actually <laughs> tell him like I'm not coming out tonight so figure, <laughs> so figure it out I literally tell him like and I hear her cry um, oh, and you bro. know we've gotten to a that's point where crazy. we can distinguish her cries so that's another thing too so i do hear her cry but i'm like oh she's just crying she'd be crying because she's tired fighting her sleep or she's crying crying because nate's taking too long with the bottle um and then there are times when she's like crying crying i'm like all right let me go check on my baby so and that's just a part of learning learning your kid too yeah so building building all the foundations to understand and move forward and so how have like your emotions been in this postpartum stage like the baby's here. We see what it's like. Um, how has that affected your mental? Mentally, I would say that it was it was what I needed. Because, you know, I, I always tell people, we've been in a relationship for eight years. And um, we, we know each other pretty well. Yeah. So, like, Nayel gets here and I'm like, whoo. Yeah. Energy, 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 right? So so I'm I'm tired like and my my dot knows me well when I get extremely tired like asshole. I I, I, Capital I, I turn asshole. to an asshole like Just no. like it's a no. It's like everything. I'm I'm talking to you like I'm talking like a strict parent like yeah, yo. Yeah, you owe me an apology straight, by the straight, way. We'll talk about forward. that later. Um <laughs> but Emotionally, I'm I'm okay. Mentally, I think I was mentally prepared for it. Um, overall, I would say that I I'm a very patient person. Now I'm like extremely patient. Yeah. And and have having to take some fresh air because <laughs> it was moments where Nayel was crying. Right, she was crying a lot. We couldn't figure out what it was and then later on we f- figure out oh it's just gas that's yeah. normal right uh that that normally happens and i'm like oh my god we went three days three nights straight with the same situation so 
uh, in between, I had to, you know, I had to inhale, exhale, and just like, whew, just breathe, breathe, and stay positive. Breathe, stay positive, and just look at your daughter and be like, everything's going to be all right. Sometimes I want to tell her, hey, baby, it's okay. And she's, she's just looking at me with the ugly cry face, like, yo, like, shut up. Like, I do you help think me. that our <laughs> Do you think that our relationship has changed? since we had Naya or not yet? Or do you think our relationship will change? That's a tough, that's a question I can't really answer right now because it's too soon. It's, it's actually too soon. I yeah. think our focus is just her right now. Yeah. I and think like yesterday when we went to NoHo West, I was like, Oh, because Niall was like sleep the whole time. I, I brought like my little baby wear wrap. So I had her wrapped on me and it was the first time like we didn't have to focus on her. And I was like, babe, uh, you can hold my hand <laughs> like because either we're pushing the stroller or I'm carrying her. And I was like, dog, when's the last time we held hands? And so I can see. Um, and like you said, it's still fresh, but I can see how the dynamic can shift a little bit because there's a person in between y'all that is your, your attention's going there. So something as simple as like, we always hold hands when we're walking. We always do that when we moving through, but now like literally my hands are tied. I think this stage it's like, it's like, um, friendship. Okay. Does that make sense to you? I feel like, I feel like, yeah, we know we, we were married, we're together, right? But I feel like we're like, a, it's like a friendship type of energy I'm getting. Like, hey, because I'm the romance is it's it's out, it's not there right it's now. It's not there right now. It's not that it's, it's not, not that it's there. there. It's just we we'll get we back can't, to that. We can't, we <laughs> we can't, can't focus we can't, on yeah, that. Yeah, right we can't. Now. I'm, not, I'm not even gonna lie to you though. Like the we other night, you was that. like, hey, yo, babe. I, I was, was like, babe, it's six like, weeks. I, I say, hey, listen, dog. <laughs> now, y'all, I'm looking at now, y'all. Say, listen, dog. Let's let's. Let's make sure we actually like. And it's really... like you trying to romance, or you trying to get this nap in real quick? Because I'm like, you right. Let's get this nap in real quick. Because for real, for real. Because man, we got the workout, <laughs> boy. That first six weeks workout. Right? So I like so that. I, I, so I, I, I say it's, it's more. Important. It's more like yo, we're friends. And I think so that's like, important. We're gonna argue. We're gonna argue in between. It's like, hey, babe, you're not supposed to do that. My bad. But yo, it don't make sense. I don't know. I don't get it. He's talking but, about uh, breast milk. That's for like, another episode. Uh, that's another uh, episode. Uh, that's uh, another uh, episode. Uh, 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 yo, just I'm gonna feed my baby. I'm, why? Why? Why wait? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> why wait? Right? Like, yo, just give her the food. Like. And then we'll figure it out later. I'm a type of person, just give her the food, we'll figure it out later. You know what I mean? He's referring to my frozen breast milk in the freezer. (laughs) And we will get to that another time. But yes. So like you said right now, it's kind of like friendship. And I think that, you know, if you have rushed into having a baby or you didn't know the person that well and this is a time where all you have to lean on is the friendship and the foundation that is gonna crumble like so easily because it's 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 too hard yeah it's too hard to do this without having that strong foundation so again if you're thinking about kids you want kids just making sure that you and your partner have one built that foundation two y'all are friends real Mm -hmm. friends gone through things friends that can talk to each other harshly sometimes you understand you forgive you can talk say how you really feel 
And then thirdly, that you guys have spent the time that you needed to spend together so that when you come up on this like new baby phase, that you don't feel some type of way when the romance is not at the front door. Like, I'm not upset about that. We had eight years of romance and I know that the romance is going to come back. I mean, literally next month, a couple weeks by the end of the year, we'll be back. It's just if that hasn't been already installed in y'all's French, in y'all relationship or your marriage, when it's gone, you might really feel some type of way. Like imagine, you know, think we haven't been intimate um, or we haven't, you know, held the hands or done the cuddling in this long period of time. And if we didn't already know how we really get down, mm-hmm. that could really mess with someone's self-esteem or make somebody feel some type of way or somebody start hitting somebody else up on the side. But for us, we're like, this this is not even how we roll. We know that this is a season. <laughs> this season oh, is going to pass and we'll be back. So I think it's important for couples to want to hear us say that so that you guys know what you're coming up on. And also, this is us. That might yeah. not be y'all. Y'all you might, might come y'all. home from the hospital like, uh, yippee, hop yeah, on it. That might up. be y'all. That's That wasn't our story. But I know that for different couples, it's different things. And whatever that is, be ready to roll with it and be prepared for it. Yeah. To be prepared for it. Whatever it is. Facts. Facts on facts. So that has been postpartum so far. I'm still taking my therapy sessions, talking to my therapist. I'm starting to love on me. We're going to be starting holding hands and uh, getting some romance in in, babe. We'll see about that. <laughs> Let's keep it 100. We, 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 we have to see about that. What do we have to see? Naya yes. went down in the bassinet, dog. We yeah. get in there. She look. She is in the bassinet right now. You get in there. She's getting trained, properly trained. You know what I mean. Her body. She's getting used to it. She's getting used to it. I'm, I'm happy. She's getting used to it. I'm happy. You have anything else you would let let them know about this postpartum stage? Um, um, stay positive. Um, if if you're a person that believe in God or you're spiritual, stay positive and. Make sure that you have the right people in your corner to uplift your spirit because um, you're gonna. There's gonna be some days you're gonna feel like you ain't shit. It's gonna be some days you're gonna feel like um, I'm gonna cry. I'm depressed. Um, I'm not outside. I'm not participating in what's going on with the world. You're gonna go through these days. You're gonna be on your social media, trying to feel some type of way because you want to be here. You mm-hmm. can't be there, or your husband want to go outside and play basketball, and then you're upset because your husband want to play basketball and you can't. So yeah. it's like, it's stay positive. Um, it's it's a it's a season, and during this time, just enjoy it and try not to be negative or allow negative things to take control and um make sure your partner is someone that's actually there for you and really um supportive in um every decision that you're trying to make um so uh, you know me i'm always talking about positive positive so no stay I'm, positive say, is, stay, is, stay positive is and be way. mentally prepared i'm stay not gonna because the I'm positivity gonna is gonna roll into the marriage and how you treat your partner and the positivity is gonna roll over into how you treat your baby and yeah, yeah. how that all goes so y'all know how we do we'll be back with another episode yes sir we out we out fire in love fire in love fire in love